0: Hi, Joe here from She Did You Can. This episode is called Fear and Courage Can Coexist, and it is a co production from Broad Radio. Check us out at broadradio.com.au and Women's Agenda, a daily news publication for women.
1: I'm George McEncrow, founder of Sheba, Australia's first
0: female-only ride share. And I'm Jo Stanley, aspiring startup founder, and this is She Did, You Can, a podcast about turning your idea into a business. Learn from my
1: experiences, create your company as I create mine. She Did, You Can, the inspirational, confessional, real-time guide to starting your business.
0: George, I'm sure you're familiar with the fight or flight response.
1: Uh, I've experienced it once or twice, and in fact, two other states. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more as well. It's been added to that trauma response there's to anxiety. More than, there's yeah. more than yeah, perceived threats, and <laughs> yeah, there are another couple more.
0: Well, yeah. you know, back in the caveman days, it was a bear about to attack us. But these days, the kind of threats we respond to is, oh, what if people don't like me?
1: Yeah, or what if the coronavirus strikes and I lose my business? <laughs>
0: Oh my God! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. What if I sink all of my life savings into this business and it is an epic eh, fail? Eh. Uh, well, my response has been fight, flight, or just take to my
1: bed and never emerge again. That's a good one. I like <laughs> that one. Nothing bad can happen. Just a la 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 <laughs> response. I like it. Look, I've been there, Joe, and everyone will find your courage. Everyone can find their courage. Um, what you know? What we're here to do in this episode, in fact, throughout this entire series is to provide information and comfort to people who are on this trajectory. So, you know, that's what we're going to do. You do have the courage because you've come this far. You've said it out loud. And look, the world's still turning. So you've got it. We'll find it. I've got it. I'm going to find it. We're all going to find it. Yep. Next.
0: George. Yes, mate. I was in a Sheba yesterday.
1: Oh, were you darling? I was. Yeah.
0: As I'm wont to do. Yeah. And I was being driven by a lovely woman by the name of Jen.
1: Yes, I know Jen. Yeah. She's
0: adorable. We had very a, talented. Oh, we had a good old Natter, mm-hmm. which let's face it, it's one of the best things about being in a Sheba.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Front seat Natter. Free of consequence. Yeah. Love
0: it. And somehow, um, starting a business came up yeah as it often does for me these days and she said this and I thought wow what an insight she said women get one chance to fail and often that stops us because we're frightened of that one chance to fail somehow innately we know we where know. It, that people go oh well uh you're clearly no good at that move along
1: whereas other people perhaps get more of an opportunity oh I think you're right I think you're definitely right I was thinking about That exact thought, Um, I was talking to a mutual friend of ours, um, Sarah Moran. Amazing woman from Girl Girl Geek Academy. You just go Google her, just Mm. enjoy, just soak it up. Mm. Um, And she, I was telling her the story about the founders of that ice cream business, Halo. Mm. And they had invented this ice cream. I don't know if you've had it. I love it because it's 300 calories in a tub of ice cream and you, not meant to eat the entire bucket, but invariably you do. Why stop? Why would you until stop until you hit the bottom and of the tub. That's what these guys <laughs> thought of, right? Genius. Now, these two guys, middle aged, middle class, white lawyers, and they started their business and went into massive amounts of debt. But you know, they were developing this product. If you had it too cold, it would be crunchy and not you know, edible, Mm. it'd be too like an ice block. Mm. If it was too um, soft, it'd be sort of slippery and slimy and not pleasant, sort of a bit Mm. like dog saliva is how Mm. I imagined it from the written description. Mm. Mm. Put that in the marketing. Mm. Mm. Anyhow, they (laughs) finally got the texture just right. But often that meant they realised if they arrived at where it was going to be sampled by, say, the CEO of a massive supermarket chain, they would – have to arrive there just in time to get it to room temperature so the mouth feel was just so just perfect oh, i love the word mouthfeel oh, mouthfeel it's very important <laughs> you're when we're talking food mouth so feel. the mouthfeel was just so um but these guys were you know driving around doing all this and by this stage they'd taken out a very high interest rate credit cards and oh, all these terrible financial decisions you're gonna feel worse um <laughs> And just as they landed this massive contract with a massive supermarket chain, they realised that the name they'd given it, which at that time was Eden Ice Creams, was already trademarked to another company. Now, did that stop them getting future investment? No, ma'am. It did not. Did they just rebranded and mm. renamed it Halo. Um did it make anyone think they were idiots and didn't know what they were doing? Mm. No, I said to Sarah, can you imagine a woman in business doing that and ever being able to show her face again <laughs> in town? It's like being the only female stand-up on the bill as well. Yeah. It's like if you're not funny, everyone goes, oh. All
0: women aren't funny. Women are shit. Yeah. Women
1: are shit. Um, so it's a bit of that feeling as well. Like <sighs> you you do get one crack at it and these dudes, they start their day at 11.30 in the morning and they, they're amazing. Why, because they're doing a school drop-off? <laughs> oh, that is the merriest shape of the season, Joe. No, mate. They're at the gym. Uh, one guy likes to sleep in, which is unheard of in a human being. And he likes to have a little kip. Then he likes to go to the gym. <laughs> so, again, imagine that coming out of the mouth of a woman oh. who started her day at 11 because she likes to sleep and go to the gym Mm. she would just be ridiculed from here to the cows come home however um that said yeah Jen is dead set right um but you mustn't let it worry you because what we also have is this because of this fear of making mistakes There, there are two things that we can work to our advantage one is we are invisible to competitors so we have the most important magical feature that jk rowling ever came up with which is the cloak of invisibility Hmm. people don't take you seriously until it's too late
0: until you're
1: yeah until you are sitting (laughs) on their throat with a blade to their jugular they ain't seen you coming because they've dismissed you as a trivial matter this is the benefit of being dismissed as a trivial matter wow okay so use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that is very critical, uh, I think, is that because we are so aware and we are so self-reflective when we don't overpay ourselves, we don't overpay, we don't have large lunches, we account for receipts. We, If we travel interstate, we keep the receipt from the $5. We don't tend to have those grandiose moments of narcissism where we think... You know what would be really good right now would be fourteen, you know, dancing girls <laughs> and a two kilo bag of coke. And why not just get out the film? Let's is just it film that in it. A movie that no. doesn't really happen anyway. Mm. That said, I think in business the anxiety is well earned, and the advantage of it is that as long as you can manage your anxiety, you will be okay, and it'll make you. Um, humble, you'll take on criticism, you'll work very hard and you'll be forward-looking and becoming a very good performer. Like it'll be honing your performance.
0: Well, it's interesting that you bring that story about the trademark and how, you know, they just rebranded and who cares and they move on and they get out of bed at 11. I, of course, began this journey with a near disastrous trademark and had to change Broad Mm. Radio's name and I was so deeply ashamed of that and Mm. deeply embarrassed that I almost didn't share that. Like I wanted to pretend that never happened. Yeah. Because I thought, what are people going to think of me? They're going to think, you know, and so failure looms so large. It is a really interesting thing that women seem to own their actions, either good or bad, as who they are rather than…
1: Identify way too much with the outcome of the result. My whole personality will be tied up in… That And that's because the level of scrutiny when women do fail is vast and unrelenting. But also it's because we're
0: raised to be good. And pleased. And pleasant yeah. and ladylike and well-mannered. Mm. And if we do step out of that kind of paradigm, we are made to feel like we're
1: bad, bad people. You're actually bad to a cellular level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've got a
0: little thing that I wrote down and have on my um whiteboard that I quote. It's a quote from Brady O'Donnell, actually. Do you know oh, her? Your mate. Bridie. I'm obsessed with her. She's okay. a doctor,
1: a medical yep. doctor. She's a professional cyclist. I yeah. oh, don't tell me. She went to the Olympics. She
0: has, yes, yeah. cycled professionally and and uh, competed on the world stage. <laughs> she is the director of, of the Office for Women in Sport and Recreation. She's amazing. Yeah. And she said because that when she was training for the Olympics, she said, I tried the hardest thing and I was prepared to fail. And I I love that notion that failing doesn't mean you're a bad person.
1: Failing at what I think is the key thing, mm. right? So what am I failing at? If I'd never start this idea, that's a failure too. Like if I never start, what's the point of playing? What's the point of being here? Are
0: you a naturally um are you a natural risk taker?
1: No, I wouldn't say so. Like I don't like going on fast, you know, driving fast cars. or hardly ever steal things. Like, you know, <laughs> I I'm not a natural risk taker, but I think I really hate it when I don't do something because of lack of guts. Okay. That's what I find it hard to forgive myself for.
0: Um, I think I'm about two, three weeks away from pressing play on Broad Radio. Which is so exciting. It will be a live streamed show on YouTube and LinkedIn and yeah. Facebook. Um. But I wonder, can you remember what it was like for you before you pressed play on Sheba?
1: Uh,
0: vaguely. What was that moment? Was there a moment where you went, Yeah, Ooh, the world doesn't know about this yet but they so will. they will. Yeah,
1: there was. There was a moment I was at a, one of my son's footy matches and I was out at, um, oh, I think it was at Doncaster Way and it was the day before Mother's Day and we were going to send out a press release um, for Mother's Day um, for Mum's Taxi, which I thought would be sort of good timing and um, I remember being, you know, on the phone to my friend uh, Amanda who I'd worked with a lot on this and, um, you know, we'd been wording it up and getting this right and that right and had all the list of all the producers and, you know, it's very hard because they change so often, um, radio producers, and I thought I'll go really with a radio press release because I'd seen so many come in and kind of knew roughly how long they should be and um, which ones get binned straight up and which ones you give a second thought to. And, yeah, I was very anxious but also surprised and excited. Yeah, that was good. Um, Anxious about what? I was anxious that, you know, what if people thought I was sort of getting a bit up myself I was worried about oh, yeah. that. Yeah. I had that sort of imposter syndrome like, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? That starting is so this? common. Yeah. That moment where
0: you just go, I'm just too big for my boots.
1: Yeah. Who do you think? What, what you're going to start a transport network? What, you? What would you know about it? That sort of voice yeah. in your head, which is apparently the voice of your inner you know, child kind of coming out at you. But then I thought, what is the worst thing that can happen? I will lose money. Mm hmm. Can I make more money? Yes. Will I still have my children? Yes. Will I still have my family and friends? Yes. Will I still be who I am? Yes. So once you've gone all the way through going, I wonder if it fails, you know, and you really take that anxiety bully that's standing over you like a big thug and go, all right, well, let's take you out into the light of day actually. Let's just see how big you are. Mm. Let's size you up, you big nasty mofo, (laughs) and you start poking them in the sternum and say, all right, well, where Where will we be if this all fails? No, worse off really than I was. You know, when I was twenty-three and I had no money and no idea, and like you know, it's not the end of the world. And I'll be a bit embarrassed, but I've been embarrassed before. I survived it. Yeah, and and also even
0: even on that, what's to be embarrassed about? I tried and failed. Yeah, I always think um, when people criticise creatives, whether mm. it's a, whether it's a comic or an actor or a singer and people really go them, oh, that's no good. You know, whatever the mm. judgment is.
1: I always want to go, what have you made? Yeah. Step into the arena.
0: What yeah. have you made out of nothing? Nothing. That person has made something where there was nothing. Yeah. There's, that's not a thing to be embarrassed that's about right. whether it was good or bad. That's
1: right. You don't have to go. You don't have to pay. You don't have to watch it. Like someone's had a, had an attempt mm. and it didn't work. And why I always like to now turn, my perspective has shifted so much now where I look at the person who's being so critical of the person who's taking the action and think, what is it about them that is so threatening to you Mm -hmm. that you need to speak at all? What has become unleashed in you that you need to pass any opinion? How is that impacting you whatsoever? If they've written a book, you've heard bad things, but so what? Don't yeah. read it. Yeah. They've written a, a in a movie you don't want to hear. Don't watch it. Yeah. Like stop forgetting that you have agency in what you you're responsible for what you allow into your life. Don't let it in. But yeah. I don't want to sit here and Bag someone for what they've, what they're doing. Crack, yeah. It's so hard to have a crack in the world. So let's let everybody have a go. Yeah, let's let everybody create what they want, whether it's good or bad, and support them in you know the things that you want to put your energy in. Mm. Like, I'm not going to be putting my energy into negative people and naysayers and people who are just haters Mm. because actually they're just jealous. Usually, that they're scared or they're anxious that their anxiety. They never took it outside and looked at it in the eye and squared up, squared off with it, I think.
0: I think most definitely. When you talk about eyeballing your anxiety, mm. one thing that I I have a therapist who's amazing, mm. I couldn't live without therapy, but greatest invention ever, uh, she always says, but is that useful or is it true? If it's not useful or true, the thing that you've just told yourself, yes. well,
1: then you can just say, well, thanks very much, but I don't need to listen to That's that. That's a really good piece of advice. Yeah. Mm. If it's neither true nor useful, that's a very good thing. Or i just getting into a catastrophic shame spiral, which is another thing you can do. I mean, you have to also realise, uh, is my anxiety pathological and need treatment? And, <laughs> oh, and, most definitely. And, <laughs> and yes, medication. And, yeah. Um, so am I setting off a whole lot of things which will make it very hard for me to pull this jet away before it hits <laughs> the side of the mountain? <laughs> or... <laughs> Is this just negative Mm. self-talk, which is normal before anyone starts anything big, Mm. you know, like I'm going on the ferry to Tasmania, I'm a little bit anxious, you know, like it doesn't matter, or I'm climbing Mount Everest, like depending on the personality, they could be equally. Terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I will not go on a cruise. I don't think the ferry to Tasmania is exactly what defined as a cruise. But I don't know what your budget is, so maybe it is. <laughs> yeah, I hope terrible. you enjoy your cruise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I take your point around yeah. that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. a meditation routine I or do, do, you do a have lot of a, meditation. a self-care practice?
1: Yeah, so I do a lot of meditation. I do a lot of walking um, and I see I don't have negative people in my life at all. Mm. So um, that's just the main thing. I think it's just a, a clutter of just being very observant of how you're feeling when you leave a conversation with certain people and if they are, if they're, making you feel bad, um, and I don't mean like they're having a hard time and you're being asked to supply a shoulder, that's fine. But if, if you feel like, oh, you know what, every time I speak to you, I feel a little bit less confident, a little bis- bit less myself um, or kind of exhausted by your carry-on, I don't think I'm going to play with you anymore mm. on the monkey bars. I'm going to play with some other kids.
0: That's a really good uh, tip. When
1: you're hiring people too. Very good tip, yeah. Very, look, and hiring people, so distribution of anxiety throughout your business. So there's the before your business starts and then once your business is going, managing your workload, your stress, your exhaustion because it is going to be exhausting. And, you know, you've had a child, I've had a few, and people say, oh, you know, you'll be tired. You think, yeah, yeah I'll be tired. And then you go, oh, my God, I did not know what tired was it's kind of going to be a little bit like that mm. like you thought you knew in as much as anyone could describe to you how tired you were going to be but you didn't really you <laughs> wish it was that easy you know like <laughs> yes you can't yeah. begin to imagine um so you know that that's really important then to look after yourself and say so what can i do about that you know going back to your shrinks methodology what i'm not going to sit and worry about worrying like Mm. so I'll eat well I'll sleep when I can I'll get fit you know I'll get meditation in I'll do something that's you know I'll hire a virtual assistant you know there's you're not going to be the first person who's been been here either like that's the other Mm. great thing like your business is the first one but the strains and the stresses you're feeling nothing new to see here
0: no of course everybody's everybody has been through and it's not just building a business. This sort of experience is very common. However, you manage your life, everyone's yeah. juggling lots of things. And I've learned if I if I find myself in that spiral of self talk, that's really causing um, that heightened uh, sense of anxiety.
1: So, what do you get? The heart rate, or the heart sweats? rate and gut. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh God's shocking. They're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, shallow breathing, not sleeping. Yeah. Um, Insomnia
1: is a real giveaway.
0: Yeah. Like waking up at two and just I will just walk around the house. Yeah, for I'm a awake bit. now. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. But what I do is I go, oh, hello thought process. Yeah. Don't attach myself to that thought. Don't that's have to. Just a thought yeah. that is telling me something. I don't that doesn't mean I am that person. Don't have to give it any but attention. But it's a real indicator that you have a problem to solve. And you yeah. seek help, however that might be. Yeah. So, for instance, I was really struggling with a website issue, okay. um, and then I thought to myself, "I'm not actually able to solve this problem because I'm not qualified." Get someone who is That's right. to help you. That's so important, Joe. And the, such the anxiety lesson. just completely washed away because oh. there was a person sitting next to me, an incredible woman with the knowledge who just made me feel like I had been wrapped up in her arms and was rocked to sleep.
1: And <laughs> it this was is a, so nice. Where did this idea come that you should be able to do everything yourself? You wouldn't sit there and go, I've got a really bad toothache. I'm going to go to the garage and get the pliers mm. and give try and pull it out. You'd say, you know what? I'm going to go as soon as I can to a dentist and get them to do it. (laughs) Well, the same thing applies to your business, right? Yes. If I don't know how to set up a website, if I don't know how to issue receipts properly, if I don't know how to do a really good, you know, merging of accounts or like don't try and do it. Yeah. Get someone else to do it.
0: And suddenly it's not uh, your own problem or you're you're not the only one with that problem. It's
1: a problem then that sits with the business. Yes. And this is the other mental step away thing you have to do. This isn't a Joe Stanley problem. This is a problem within the business. Mm. And so there are a lot of things that will happen within the business that are beyond your control. There'll be licensing agreements. There'll be uh, agreements within the technology. There'll be terms and conditions that you have no say over. That some, some will be up to negotiation. Some won't be open for negotiation. So they then, you start getting separated from the idea you had it very quickly. And instead of saying that as the purity is being corrupted, this is the embryo cells dividing and it becoming mm, what it's meant to be. I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. And you can start mentally preparing by referring to it as, you know, broad radio, the business. It's not you. Yeah. It's a separate entity.
0: The other thing that I think you probably do – and I do is I have. Uh, it's not me in in focus. It's my audience who I'm serving in yes. focus. Yes. Yes. So what do your they need? your drivers and your riders riders. Mm. That's what you focus on. Yeah, all the time. So you take yourself even out of the
1: frame. Yeah, totally. And it's the business is the business serving the needs of those people, and then you are a. An operational cog in a wheel. Mm. So yes, you're the founder, and yes, you it came from your energy, and the responsibility all sits firmly on your shoulders. But you know, you tried to get something done, and your um, comment very early on when you said it's a hypothesis is so true. A business is like an argument. It's an essay. It's an attempt. Mm. You're trying to say something, mm. and I guess too, like fear and courage coexist. Can't have one without the other. Can't. And it's like happiness and sadness. Like you, mm. you, you know, I, the thought of just sitting at home and doing your knitting, Um. You Know, I'd, I'd rather not. Thanks. <laughs> I'd rather get out there and give it a spin. I can't knit, so that's also well, we could a learn. reason. We oh, could, learn. Could, we could we join an online? Do you do
0: any kind of handy handicraft work? Are you a crafter?
1: Do you have um, crafternoons? No, I don't have crafternoons. Oh my god, I just thought of cupboard cheese and putting that on a biscuit. That's all I thought of when you said craft, I just went straight <laughs> to the cheese section. <laughs> Um, cupboard cheese, yeah. Do you know, I lived on craft
0: cheese that cupboard uh, that in the blue box. Yeah, yeah, the blue I box. love it.
1: Yeah. Keep it in the cupboard.
0: I've eaten entire boxes of that in one sitting. It's happily. Very good for you.
1: It doesn't sit in your lower intestine at all. No, it's very healthy.
0: It really that has helped with the anxiety in the past too. Oh, Comfort it's good. eating
1: the, cu- the cupboard cheese. Yeah, it's the best. It's the bomb. <laughs> that with um a bit of um spiced cucumber like the golden circle spiced cucumber. Mm. Oh. So good, it's like eating from the 70s. It is, it's so <laughs> yummy and it's so tasty and easy. Put some cabana on there. But look, I think once you face the idea that you're going to fail, like, don't worry about it. Mm. Just go, okay, might, yeah, might not, might not, might, whatever. Well, I feel I do, I feel I hope this has been helpful to people. Yeah, I think it will be. I think we're pretty amazing. I think <laughs> we're pretty ace. <laughs> oh look what look who gives up really oh and that's the other thing i want this is the other thing i think is very helpful can you remember massive mistakes of other people can i remember massive mistakes
0: of other people
1: no so how long do you think anyone's going to spend worrying about yours
0: it is quite – there is something that's a little bit egotistical, isn't it, about anxiety because you put yourself insane. so in the middle of your frame that all you think about is yourself and what other people must think of you. No one gives And a shit. really, it's
1: so true. No one cares. They're all busy worrying about covering their own bums at, today at work. No one cares. Isn't it funny that
0: we could list literally of our own failings.
1: No one's going to remember one of those. And
0: no. I couldn't list anybody else's. No, that's right.
1: So, and if, if you're playing for people, you're not there for the people who are going to find fault with everything. They're not your people. Mm. And you would you always find a subsection, people write to the green guide, but someone moving the bus stop, you know, whatever, good, <laughs> knock yourself out. You know. <laughs> Brian of SQ awesome. Thanks, Brian. But the rest of us, yeah. Yeah. It, that's a really great thing to remember. Warren Beatty handed out the wrong Academy Award <laughs> and he got up the next morning. <laughs> I never stopped thinking about it. That is so funny. He I never forgotten yeah, that. Of course you did. Course you forgotten did. that. You would have forgotten within maybe 10 minutes of it happening because you probably got the tummy rumbles and went into the cupboard to look for some Kraft cheese. And when, <laughs> I did. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I absolutely oh, did. Awkward for Warren, Warren Beatty. Oh, I love that. I'm always going to remember Warren Beatty now. <laughs> No one cares. No one's watching, just you. So because
0: I am allowing fear and courage to coexist, mm-hmm. I'm I am telling the world about it. Told radio is out there. So and I am really amping I'm very much amping up my marketing now. <gasps> wow. But that leads us to our next episode, which is all about the marketing plan. And we have got an expert joining us. I value her advice so much, she's actually on my advisory board.
1: Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so
0: brilliant. Um Chris Mannix, she's owner of Soda Communications oh, I and I love my Chris Mannix. PR and marketing expert. She's amazing. So she's going to be joining us on the next episode of She Did You Can where you're going to learn how to identify your audience and how to market to them and what a strategy really means. Yeah. You know, how do
1: you know if it's strategic? How do you keep testing and measuring? That's what I love about social. Really important. Yeah. No no spray and pray. It's all Data and track, track and Yes,
0: and you can do like your A and B testing and it's just so interesting to see how. the
1: line, below the line, you start throwing those into a few sentences. I
0: mean, I just said A and B testing like I know even like I've ever done it. I love it. I
1: just (laughs) said below the line like I know what
0: that means. (laughs) Oh, and speaking of which, George, I think it
1: is time we gave Sheba a plug because I don't
0: feel we've done enough as as far as how can people find Sheba.
1: Sheba is available at your local app store, so that's an app. Um, so you can go, we, what we really need at the moment is drivers. So currently we've got so many riders looking for more lifts. Um, so particularly in Melbourne and Brisbane, they're just booming. Um, and we are desperate for drivers. So, uh, yeah, we're doing huge numbers and probably on the weekends, maybe 40% on a Saturday night and not being picked up, which is oh. just so alarming for me is the It's devastating. It's for just you. like well oh, 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 those girls not being picked up. Yeah. yeah. So uh how how if I wanted to be a driver, you can have a car of any age. Yep. You just gotta get your insurance. There's a bunch of stuff that you need to yep. fill out, but it's all state mandated. So uh the only extra thing we ask for that other companies don't ask for is a working with children check. Okay. Because you can yeah, you can't obviously put a minor in an uber no You can put a minor in a cab but they probably won't have a car seat so it's yeah even if you don't carry a car seat we still insist that every driver has a working with children check mm. i love the idea of being a driver i love driving we need drivers so much and they're look they're making about a thousand bucks 1200 bucks a week at the moment so okay. it's just going off i don't yeah. have a, i don't have a car
0: but if I had a car, I do need of a it. car. My <laughs> <gentleman>. I'm
1: sorry, <laughs> I can't pick him up on the back <laughs> of my pushy. You can't dink people. Um, oh, imagine that! Oh, how sore does your bum get being dinked when you come off a dinking bike? Oh God, it's so bad. I just,
0: I get. I'm not a risk taker, so I wouldn't get on the back of someone's bike
1: ever. No, nah. like, even when you're a little kid. No, nah.
0: no, I know. I had. it. I, you know, that one of you only need one monumental stack as a kid on a bike for you to go, mm, so I had you, the whole of the side of my thigh taken off. and But you know, only
1: just, once. Yeah. I'd lost so then mine then. so many times. I, like, lost all the skin on the <laughs> whole front of my body once coming down a hill <laughs> on a skateboard holding onto a rope <laughs> that was attached to a bike. And I hit one tiny pebble and I just, it took me a couple of seconds to beat, to realise I should need to let go of the rope. But I came home, like, just like, no face, no chest, no hips, no pudenda, no thighs, no knees, the tops of my feet, the tops of my toes, gone. Can, and then I just had to get them all little stones pulled out by my grandmother It was just sat on the side of the bath, just like this shaking little degloved mess, just going. Can I remind
0: you, you said you're not a risk taker.
1: Well, that did, is risk-taking <laughs> behaviour. No, I was competitive. I had two older brothers who were doing it, so I had to do whatever they did I felt like I had to compete with. Okay, well, I did it more than once I didn't fall off again I
0: rest my case I think you're risk I think taker. I'm just slightly
1: more risk taking than you Yeah, and there is a there, <laughs> let's call it a continuum <laughs> uh, and you can check out
0: Broad Radio at broadradio.com. we'll be talking marketing next on She Did You Can
1: because She Did uh, You Can yes, I did you can You can She will We all can You are <laughs> I am Where's that? <laughs> Who are you? Take me home <laughs>